Welcome to Span Reads, not your typical rereads podcast, a 17th shard series where we reread the Brandon Sanderson's works and are giant nerds about it. Today we are talking about Starsight. Joining me is Jesse. Hello, I'm Lady Lameness. Ian. Hey, I'm your writer. Eric. Hey, I'm Gas. And I'm Mish for First Rainbow Rose. Uh, similar to our Skyward Span reads, we will be doing full spoilers during these episodes. As such, this is our warning to viewers and listeners that there will be full spoilers for all Skyward novels, excluding Defiant, and the Skyward Flight novellas from this point forward. So, lore. Lore. We got a lot of lore in this book. The, it's Skyward. Uh, we were owed a lot of lore. We in were this owed book a lot of lore. Because we did nothing in Skyward. Yeah. So here we learn a lot about aliens and delvers and slugs and re- re- really the galaxy. Very yeah. Yes, very quickly. Um, we did get a lot of like really juicy like tidbits of background lore, like the stuff about the human wars and mm-hmm. the a- allyship between um, the figments and the uh, the humans in the first war. In or something. the first war, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you know, just like drops this stuff. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yep. The, the humans on Detritus are like so strapped for information. They know nothing because like it all got bombed when they got crashed, and there's just so much information that like the superiority treats as like just common knowledge common knowledge it's like you can just look up stuff about old earth like on their internet before like, it it's just a thing you can look up yeah. like it's not yeah. even like oh like the humans are our enemies we must restrict this knowledge like nah it's totally fine like yeah you can look it up it's Screw fine. those guys those humans yeah i i kind of want to talk about figments because they're still really cool because figments yes, are awesome yeah. they are really cool mm-hmm. and i don't like how are they sapient gas but they are okay in space and what's their relationship with tech like what they're a yeah. sapient cloud of particulates because like they're they're like specifically like sentient smells yeah they're sapient yeah. Smells. Not sentient gases yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. which is a weird district weird distinction yeah it's like because like they must be bound together somehow right like what like, I, I, i'm telling you there's some weird cytonic like they are the ancient delvers or something <laughs> yeah like there's gotta be some actual connection between like figments and um cytonics or ai like there's gotta yeah. be a connection there. otherwise yeah. like she wouldn't yeah. be so like vapor wouldn't have been so like upset about it like there, there's mm. there must be something yeah. there there's also the comment made um, when Kuna and Vapor catch Spencer with the drone. Uh, like Vapor makes a comment of this is old figment technology, and it's the part that Spencer took from Mbot. Yeah, that's that's another great point because Spencer, I think, rightly assumed, oh, when we'd get in the greater galaxy, we'd see tons of Mbotty things, and she was mm-hmm. surprised that that was not true. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Mbot has figment technology, but that's not common at all. I wonder if like the figment technology, I can't actually remember what part it was, whether that's the part that allows him to access the nowhere and run like cytonic 
signals so he can do stuff faster. No, I think it's his uh, hologram tech is what... Uh, oh, yeah, it was the hologram tech, yeah. Yeah, he takes back, like, the sensory part from mm. the drone. So, like, I don't know if that's part of it, but I always was under the impression it was the um, the hologram tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's always the chance that like other parts of MVOD are also figment technology. Oh yeah. What if yeah. all of MVOD's like like actual ship was figment technology and just built by figment somehow? That'd be crazy. That's just like I thought. Just f- thinking about the timeline, I'm just not sure when MVOD crashed on Detritus, which human war? Like obviously before the third one. Right. And if the figments uh, were allied with humans in the first war, like, I guess humans would just continue to have that figment tech. Yeah, yeah. I guess. But I don't know. There's something weird with the relationship between humans, figments and the technology that I'm like, I don't understand why we're so cagey about this, honestly. Like, what, what, is, what is going on here? I don't get it. I'm really excited to learn more. Yeah. yeah. That's that's very much in a reread. I was like, why didn't we get more figment stuff in Cytonic? Like that that's some some really cool stuff here. So I want I want figment stuff. What else do we want to discuss about the lore and the tidbits that we get? And can we um, talk about the Delver maze? I have a comment about the Delver maze. Yeah, let's talk about the Delver maze. Yeah, what, okay. what's your comment, Ian? Which is. There's writing in the Delver maze that is indecipherable. <laughs> and it's like based on like so like it, it's there in the, like the training maze based on pictures from inside an actual Delver. What's going on there? Is it because obviously we learn in Cytonic that the Delver maze body thing is based off of like the floating orb sensory thing that the original AI used as a, a thing. What kind of writing is that? But well, I thought mm. the writing was what, like, the nowhere portals were. Yeah, it's to do right? with the nowhere portals because it turns up on all of them. Right? But it's really weird because Spencer makes comments, like, at two different points. One of them was that it, the writing looked like the writing that was in the shipyard that fell mm. in Skyward. Yep. Which had the Delva training ma- um, facility. Yep, so that could be yeah. consistent for sure. Yeah. But then there's also the, like, she goes into a tunnel at one point and it just turns into a detritus tunnel that she, like, went through as mm-hmm. a child. Yep. Mm-hmm. That also had writing in it that she um, points out in the first book. Yeah. Oh, I just. Do still think it was weird in the first book and not telegraph well because I think the way it was written in part one was weird. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like this book is trying to like prop up what was in the first book and be like, oh, it looks the same. Um, but I think you're right that like the first book could have made it clearer that it was meant to be yeah. this type of writing. Um, like- but yeah, it's just really weird that there's this writing inside the Delver mazes that came from the AI configuration, like the whatever it looked like but that's also meant to be a signal that that's a portal to the nowhere yeah how does this fit together i that doesn't make any sense to me and also how do you get 
dead Delvers. What? Right? Like, is Spencer correct? Do do we think Spencer is correct? I think it's a dead Delver. I am so convinced that that is a dead Delver shell. How do you kill a Delver? <laughs> I don't know. I guess maybe, what humans um, did. Figment tech. Easy. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe what Spencer did with the whole showing them, you know, breaking them off one by one. And then it's just interesting because the superiority clearly doesn't know that like that must have been like a thing that humans had some specific weapon maybe to kill a delver and yeah i don't think it's a dead delver because when moriamer goes into the the actual delver like they point out it's like oh most of these tunnels aren't real it's mostly empty space in here oh yeah interesting yeah Whereas, like, that's not how the maze... Now, I think whoever built the Delver maze knew a lot more about Delvers. Like, there's definitely something weird going on with that Delver maze. Mm. Like, it's not a mundane construction. Yeah. But, like, wasn't the Delver maze, like, it was physically smaller than the actual size of the Delver? Right? I think well, so. Well, yeah, it's kind of like in the middle of like all of the rocks and yeah Hell yeah uh so i don't know maybe there's like there's a way to... uh, i i do yeah. think like the training maze was described as smaller than like an actual living maze. oh okay yeah. yeah so like what if the delver died and then like the tunnels like got closer together or something i don't know mm-hmm. There's a, there's a weird way to make it work. There's yeah. some teleporty shenanigans. It's connected <laughs> with the nowhere. I don't know. It's possible. That's a really good point, though, Ian, about like what Moriuma does say in, in the actual Delver. Yeah, it makes me wonder, like, if if the training maze isn't like is like a construct of a Delver, if they don't have dions there. And say it's like humans making it because if someone made it, I'm going to say it's probably humans that make it. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. it says humans. Made it. At least the superiority oh, yeah. thinks that. Yeah. Yeah. Then they're probably not going to be able to tell about the whole like mostly empty space and fake tunnels and yeah, just create the replica of it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Right. Okay. So yeah, like humans went into Delvers. They thought there were all these tunnels, but there actually weren't. And they yeah, built the walk around in circles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I sure. don't understand the point of the uh, heart of the Dover maze and the white room. I don't get it. Though I haven't read Defending Elysium, and apparently there's like some connection. It's with that. weak. It's weak. Okay. There it is. Yeah, there's yeah. like a white room that Jason's in in Defending Elysium. Yeah, and. And Brandon said that there was some relationship with that. Yeah. Like, there's the white room at the end that's just, like, the server room. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's what people are talking about. Yeah, Rashara got that one. Okay, like, I can maybe rationalize that, given (laughs) that this is an AI who was in love with Jason. (laughs) Jason, that, like, that might have been, like, a formative memory, but, like, I don't know. I, I just, what was the point of getting there? Like, I know, I know what the superiority we're trying to do by getting there, and then be like, okay, cool, 
we're in the middle of this thing. I guess we're sacrificing this person, though, to be able to move it somewhere else, like every sure. single time, if they have to get to the middle of the Delver Maze to set it off. Yeah. But besides that, what's the point of the middle of I don't know. Like, why does I it exist it. for a Delver? Yeah, why do Delvers do it that way? So then we can I, have a Star Wars, and so there's a center of it that we're going to, obviously. I, I feel like, like that's the answer. I feel like that is absolutely the answer. It's the Death Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Unless like there was some sort of biological component in the center of like the original like sensory sphere. That would thing. be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, but it like, is a lot of biotech things. So yeah. It's weird. It's weird. I try not to think about that too much in the later books because I'm like, I sure. Okay, Brandon. <laughs> it's like, I feel like the Cytoverse would benefit from Brandon writing annotations to explain yeah. what was yeah. going through its brain. It's like, what is this? What is any of this? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I would agree with that. Can, can, can I talk about the slugs? Yes. Yes. Sure. I, Upon reading later stuff, we learn a lot more about slugs. But you know what isn't explained? How the slugs scream, but it doesn't bring the attention of the Delver on the ship that the slugs are on? What? It doesn't make yeah. any sense at all. It didn't make sense in Starsight. I was all like, okay. But on a reread, I was like, braids summoning the delver was described as a scream so like how, how would how does that how are the slugs being helpful like what <laughs> they I'm, scream and, and drown out the rest of the no, like but 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 it's that like it's having the delver look somewhere else but the slugs are on the thing that they're trying to uh, not look at <laughs> that yeah yeah <laughs> i don't the know the other thing that the other thing that doesn't quite fit is why does cytonics being on board interfere with the slug that's actually a good point i didn't yeah I why do they have to switch out the slug just because there's a cytonic on board like is it because like oh now the doubles will see the cytonic so we need a different slug somehow that, i I think that's more the the slug recognizes that there are other cytonics on board and is like acting up, like trying to form a connection there, like mm. is like resisting like whatever they're doing. Okay, like this slug isn't working anymore. I want to say there's the technician say something about like an emotional connection or something. Ooh, I don't yeah. remember that. Or, like, I'm trying to like remember. some sort of connection is being formed between the slug and the cytonics on board, mm. which but the cytonics are not aware of, apparently. Wouldn't they? Why that doesn't apply to like all the other slugs on board? <laughs> well, and wouldn't you need to be a cytonic to know the fact that your slug is misbehaving? Well, like presumably, I mean, it like in just the mechanism of getting the slug to do what you want it to do like it just doesn't do the thing that it's supposed to do because yeah. it's not a machine yeah, it, right it's biological so that's yeah, it's not doing but also like there is a technological component to cytonics yeah like as we see in this book there's the the comment kuna makes uh, when 
Spencer says like she's not good at um teleporting yet. It's like, oh, you still need like technological help. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but also the like the anti wet delver weapon that's not a weapon, it's just broadcasting the signal is like in Braid's fighter ship. There is no slug there. There's some sort of like technological thing mm. broadcasting that mm. signal on cytonic wavelengths that cytonics can read, pure technology. And also like they can transmit that to the slug somehow. Yeah. Yeah, this this this, this stuff's pretty weird to me, I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> I think the slugs are the most confusing part of this book. I like how they're meant to work. Yeah. I have no issue with the premise that the slugs are hyper jumping, because like I feel like that was foreshadowed mm-hmm. actually really well and on a reread is actually really obvious. Um yeah. with like Doom's like, that's fine. I have no issue yeah. with that. It's just the why is this better than just a Cytonic doing it? That that that's the yeah. part I don't get mm-hmm. here. Like something with the scream, but why does the scream? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's the, the, I, the the feeling that I got was that they scare the slug, and the slug mm-hmm. jumps so that's jumps true. to where they want it to go. That's true. The yeah. scream is not about covering anything up. The scream is just the the slug screaming in terror. Um, and, uh, the site, the AIs recognize that the slugs are not humans, so they don't hate on them. So they just see, oh, there's something moving through our space. Oh, it's just this slug, whatever. We don't care. And then we do, we do find out on site. The the elders are not aware of uh, anything on that level. It's like anything below them is just insects. That's Mm. true. Though we do find out in Cytonic that the at least that the Doom slug type slugs are very good at hiding. Yeah, that in we knew. The nowhere. Yeah. So maybe that does actually kind of make them more quiet when they like jump through the nowhere and that Delvers can't see them. See, if it was described as oh, the Delvers just can't see them and not a scream from somewhere else. I would have no issue with that at all. I feel like it says the scream is there as a distraction. Yeah, it does. It does say that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. Or maybe it's just been some misunderstanding. I I feel like she would have some intrinsic understanding of the, because she does have intrinsic understanding of these cytonic signals and things, right? Yeah. That's uh, fair. So I'm just also I just, ah. if so, Brandon should at some point have said it, she was wrong and explained how it actually worked. That, then that would help. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, it feels like this series has a lot of reader inferences that can be made instead of like, here's how things work. It's here's some things about something and you make up your mind on how you think it works. Yeah, it, it it feels like what we're supposed to think is slugs, hyperdrive, important, need slug. It's like, okay, cool. Like that, that's that's about the level that we're supposed to be thinking about. Yeah. Like I definitely think the Skyward Flight novellas probably do a better job at being like, this is why the slugs are important, and this is why they are important in a way that Cytonics 
can't always be important because they can because they're small and because they can help people who aren't cytonics. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One thing I do like though about the slugs and the superiority with this is how the general populace are like, oh, cytonics, so uncivilized. That would be going back in time as pets. It's like they're it's the same thing though. <laughs> like you guys just don't know because they're not cytonic, which I I really liked that. Like they that aspect of the secret was very interesting and I, I i like the information control aspect of the superiority like that's a mm, interesting yes. way to maintain control of a galactic civilization and, and like yeah. the lie that tanix are hyper poisonous like mm. come alert us we'll take care of any infestations yep, yep. Mm -hmm. it's yeah. good like i don't know if anyone's ever played um the board game twilight imperium but there is a, a, a race of lions that their whole thing is they control the galaxy through trade and import and if you're able to get enough money you basically can win the game just yeah. because you have con so much control that way it doesn't matter if people are even attacking you at that point it, mm. it's a very good strategy to hold people under your thumb twilight imperium is fantastic oh my god it's such a good game so it's long, very long but so it's such it. a good game so worth it i i just find it interesting the superiority and like their oh lack of aggression but also you're not actually solving the problem necessarily you're just yeah. pushing it away so yeah I did actually find the quote of what's going on. Okay. Okay. Which like f further affirms that there is some sort of cytonic tech that is never explained. Which okay. Is engine rum? Is there a problem? Yes. Unfortunately, the reply came. We're reading cytonic interference from localized sources inside the ship. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's ex to be expected. We have two of them traveling with us now. It's going to cause a problem. So there seems like they have some sort of machine that's able to read yeah. the the signals. Presumably, yeah. maybe like those com slugs. Maybe that's maybe I don't know. No, like I, I'm like I'm in camp. Like it's purely technological. Like no slugs are involved with that. Yeah, because like there has to be purely tech. Yeah, interaction with. Cytonics for other things to make sense. Yeah, that would be cool if, like, there was more of the technology brought into it because so far it really has just been very organic because it's been the slugs going forward. But yeah, mm -hmm. having more technology would be cool. Except the figments. Figments yeah. have the tech. It changes the playing ground because then people don't need to have, like, someone with cytonic powers to do yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Going back to defending Elysium, the technology aspect was more of a thing in that book mm. or novella. Yeah. yeah, I need to reread that. Yeah, it's been a long time. I read it directly after reading Skyward for the first time and never <laughs> since. Yep. I, I read it when it first came out and was available to the public and then haven't read it since. I, I don't think I, we're going to do a defending Elysium span reads. That's not on the schedule, but I no. yeah. I have never read it. <laughs> um, Kept meaning to it. I just never got there. 
it's it's dense it's like actually it, pretty dense yeah that makes me want to read it less yeah that that's why i said it for sure <laughs> this goes back to my weird thoughts about cytonic tech which is that like mbot's trans cytonic processing yep my design achieves this by using tiny cytonic communicators which pass signals at ftl speeds to my processing units. yeah I'm so like, there has to be a non-slug tech way of uh, yeah, yeah right of course yeah, yeah. yeah. like what does that mean <laughs> tell us more about that how it intersects with organic cytonics spencer is able to interface with mbot circuitry and have mbot circuitry it indicate that the cytonic hyperdrive is online yeah like yeah. how yeah and it's not quite the same but like we have the figments who can integrate mm -hmm. with technology and then yeah. we have the resonance in cytonic who can also interface with technology and it would be cool to explore that a little bit more mm -hmm. and how they're actually able to do it yep yeah no absolutely Fancy, take all of these notes. Please watch this. <laughs> Thank you if for you're watching, watching this. Yes. Tell us. Thank you for watching. <laughs> we love you, Jancy. Yes. <laughs> Fix all of this in Skyward Legacy, please. To be fair, uh, if anything, she's probably going to watch the Skyward flight one, so we might want to <laughs> see that again in the next one. Let's be honest here. Yeah. But at least we will we will learn in in our next span reads. We will at least learn more about the slugs and talk about them and it yeah. makes more sense there at least but yeah mm -hmm. cool any other thoughts i think we did it We're we didn't done. really talk about the aliens but like i, I don't I, we talked about the superiority i think it's fine yeah, yeah. it's fine a lot of the aliens were just like here is an alien that looks slightly different and then there wasn't anything else to them. Like, it, we didn't really get yeah. much information about them. Mostly the Dions were, like, the one that we focused on in this book. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Which I think is appropriate. Like, it's not a long book. You can't go into too much detail on each one. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. Or yeah. even, like, the Kitson. But it's like, oh, the Kitson of mini foxes. There, there's not what, that much what explanation. What else is really yeah. to talk about? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you for watching. You can find us at 17thshard.com for all the news, discussion, theories, and fun you could ever want. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. You can leave us a review on yes. iTunes. You can subscribe on YouTube. And you can support us on Patreon. See you next time. And Bye. I think we'll do Skyward Bye. Flight next time. I think. Bye. Bye.